When it comes to marketing, there's one thing that is more important than anything else, and that is simply you have to define who your customers are. We're gonna walk through how to do that, so stay tuned. What's up to all my freelancers, designers, and creatives? This is Nathan. Welcome to another episode of Freelance Jumpstart, where we bridge the gap between creativity and business, and we talk about where those two meet. So simply, we've been in a series lately about strategy. Now, you've heard me talk about this over multiple videos. If you haven't, I'll put a link below that has the playlist to everything that we've been talking about, but we've been talking about strategy as it relates to how important it is. So as a creative professional, you might think that your skills will be the main thing that differentiates you from everyone else. You might think that if you get better at your craft, you'll be able to stand out. And that's true to a certain extent, but the real thing that can help you stand out from all the other creative professionals out there is making sure you pair strategy with your creative skills. And when you put those together, you start being able to do things that most people can't do. So as a creative professional, once you start to grasp what strategy is, you'll start to think differently. You'll start to think about what is beyond whatever the client is asking for. So if a client asks you for a logo, you start thinking about, yes, they want a logo, but really they need to build a brand and there needs to be more behind just a logo. There needs to be a brand voice, a positioning statement, uh, you being able to make a customer profiles, you, what is the brand voice? How are you going to reach out to people in how are the aesthetics? How do things look? So things are more than just a logo. And you'll start to think like that when you start having more strategic thinking. You start thinking about maybe making a website and you know someone's coming to you for a website, but it's not about the website. They actually want a result. They're coming to you for a reason. And the website is really just something that is facilitating something in their business when it comes to something like photography. Maybe someone needs photos, but it's more than that. They probably need some photography that sets the scene as to who they are. And this is something that they're going to use for the next three, five or 10 years, right? So you start to think more strategically behind whatever the deliverable is. So another essential part of laying out a brand strategy is something called creating customer profiles. These are also called user profiles when it comes to UI UX or also this might be called creating a persona. So in other words, you're creating an archetype or you're creating an ideal target audience that you wanna craft all of your marketing around. Now, the reason it's important to do this is because one thing that I know I've heard for years when talking to clients is I ask the question, who do you wanna reach? Who's your target audience? And they say everyone. That can't be the case because number one, your budget is not large enough to reach everyone, but number two, Really, you're, if you're too broad, you're not really going to catch people's attention. And we're seeing, especially more nowadays than ever before, if you wanna catch people's attention, you have to be specific in your marketing, in your messaging, in your imagery, in your whole design of whatever marketing campaign you're putting together. So that being said, let's dive in. And I'm actually sitting at my desk because I wanna walk through certain things and walk through some mentality of why I'm doing certain things. But let's just start with a definition. I would define creating customer profiles as the following. We are defining who your customers are so you can better understand their needs and frame the benefit of your product to match their needs. 
That's what I would specifically say is creating a customer profile or why we're defining the customer because we need to know what their needs are so that we know however what we have to offer best suits their needs and we start talking in the right voice and framing things the right way so they can easily see that we're the solution to all their problems. So there's multiple ways to do this and there's even multiple videos that I've seen out there that talk about this but I'm going to put a different spin on it and we're going to talk about three quick things. We're first going to talk about defining your audience. Next, we actually are going to create a customer profile based on your current customers. And I'll use myself as an example. And then thirdly, we'll talk about creating a customer profile based on your competition. This is like a secret that I've discovered that most people never talk about or really even think about, but it'll make sense when I walk through it. So right now we are on my desktop and actually what we are looking at is a page on Google, but this is google.com slash analytics. So we're going to look at Google Analytics because maybe, and if you don't know, let me go to my website for a moment. You might be unaware, but I have a website of my own and there are people who visit my website. But that being said, those who come to my website, um, I, who are these people? These people are a part of my audience, right? So I have to ask myself the question, who is in my audience? And an easy way to do that is go using Google Analytics. Go sign up for Google Analytics. It's free. You can put it on your website and it can tell you more about your clients and customers. And there's other things that can track what it is that you do. But Google Analytics is a good resource for this. So you can go here and sign into Google Analytics and learn more about your audience. So I'm actually already signed in to Google Analytics. But the thing that I'm going to call out here is on the left hand side on the menu, we are going to look under the audience. And under that specific audience, we are going to start with demographics. So I'm going to click an overview on demographics just to learn a little bit more about my audience. And you can see here, at least for this year so far, um, that my main audience is between the ages of 25 and 34. And at first it was mainly uh, women, uh, females, as it's denoted here in Google Analytics. But now it's more of an audience of males. So that's just something I need to think about in my marketing that I'm probably going to get a male over the age of 25 who is looking, reading, absorbing my things. So that's just something to think about. So just start by looking at your own analytics. Start by looking at whether it be your Twitter audience, your Instagram audience, or your website like I'm showing here. If you want to know and define your audience, just look at who's currently going to your site and what do they look like? So the second thing is we're going to look at creating a customer profile, but what goes into an actual customer profile? Glad you asked. So currently what we're looking at right now is just something that I quickly put together. It is an example of the things you want to know when you're looking at a customer profile. Simply put, you want to know demographics, you want to know their backstory. What challenges are they having in their personal and professional life? You want to know what their needs are. So what do they need to help overcome whatever challenges are popping up? But also, how does your solution or whatever it is, your product, your service, how does it solve whatever their needs are, right? And you need to walk through the process of defining this. Now, one thing to take note of is normally you would simply... If you're doing this for a client and you're helping them create customer profiles, 
you need to interview your client and ask them about their audience. But sometimes you'll find they don't know about their own audience. So you need to talk to someone that is currently in their very own audience, right? So find somebody who has purchased something from them, find one of their most avid followers, uh, maybe someone they've been in communication with, whatever it might be, find someone in their audience who is what I would say is an ideal customer and talk to them. And I actually did this for some of the courses that I have, and I've actually done this for my own audience. So I made a user profile of my own, right? So this is for someone named Allison Wild. Now I made up that name and that's perfectly okay when you're doing user profiles, but this is for someone named Allison Wild. She's 28 years old. She's single. She doesn't have any kids. She went to the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor and she currently is making 66,000 a year, right? Now she still kind of lives in that college bubble and you can see a little bit of her backstory here, right? Um, her backstory is she went to school for design but spent the last four years working for companies that relegated her to production work. So she kind of feels like she's older, but not hasn't still broken out to do what she needs to do. And even though she's an adult, she still feels like she's stuck in that college mindset. So she wants to finally break out, start her own studio and compete with larger agencies. But, you know, she wants to avoid making a lot of mistakes and learning on the job. So that being said, the course I created could definitely help her with exactly what she's doing, at least to present herself and present her work properly in a design portfolio. That's the type of work that I'm doing and putting together in my online course. So that's a little bit about her, but no user profile or customer profile is complete without a picture, right? So just a quick note, um, these are all the elements we looked at earlier that go into a customer profile, we need a picture. So just really quick, just to walk through this, one thing to take note of in how I constructed this is, again, I actually talked to people who purchased things from me and this is the information I found out about them, right? And a little bit of their backstory is everything I heard about them. Why did you purchase uh, my product? Why did you buy my course? Um, different things of that nature. And I, I walked through all these things and these are the answers that I got. Not only that, but another thing to take note of is how did I figure out the salary, right? It's not like they're going to tell me what their salary is. Simply put, I went to a place like salary.com and I said, okay, this is a graphic designer who is living in, I could even say Ann Arbor, Michigan and give me an estimate of what their current salary is. Now, someone might be thinking to themselves, what is the point of asking the exact salary of your target audience? Well, simply put, how much money do they have? Because if your product is a luxury product and they have a lot of money to spend, there you go. You know, they, they might go for it, but if they're very particular with how they spend their money and they don't have a lot of discretionary income, the price of your product may appear expensive, right? So that's why we're looking at this. So simply put, I can go to graphic artist or graphic designer that's listed here. And it takes the time to calculate all the numbers. It's going to show me somewhat of a comparison and a distribution chart of what salary is. So we're going to see that. And simply put, it's saying it's about the median is $57,000. 
That's what it's saying right now. And if you get paid a little more, you're at 66. So this person has been working, like I said, four years. So they're above the median. You can use this to find salaries for tons of positions, but that's what I use in creating this and knowing what this number is, right? I can always take that a step deeper. I could find out how much is rent in this area. I could find out um, how much, you know, there was the average amount of debt people that go to the University of Michigan have. I can keep going a little bit deeper to figure out how much money do they really have to spend, right? That's something I can look into and find out. So that's how I found the salary, but also, so that being said, I want a picture of this person. So I can easily go somewhere like Unsplash and find a photo of the person. I can also go to a place like uh, pixels.com and find out more information, Just browse through here and try to find out who really visually characterizes Allison Wilde, who's my person. I can even go to a site like th this here, random user, dot uh, me and you know find a person and things of that nature but i like to go to uifaces.co uifaces.co is the place that i like to go to in order just to find people find people who really exemplify the things that i'm looking for and simply put you see all these websites here that it's pulling these faces from so you can legally use these you can use these in a presentation they've all been donated to this service and what do we know about my audience? My audience was between the age of 25 and 34. We learned that from Google Analytics. But here, um, we're trying to exemplify somebody who is a purchaser of my product. So this was a lady in this case, hair color, it doesn't matter, and she could be smiling, right? So now, these are all people that might represent the type of user profile I'm creating, the type of customer profile I'm creating. Now, this is a real person I'm talking about, you know, so I like this, but some of the sources that it's pulling from, there's something about them. For example, I can say I want something from Unsplash, Pexels, randomuser.me, IMDB, so you'll probably see some celebrities in there, generated photos. I can see the things that were donated, hit apply filter, and I can get even more options here but just something to note about simply generated dot photos is i like this site i think it works very well but these are technically pictures that were generated using artificial intelligence so i don't know about you but visually i can somewhat see what these images are because i can tell they're generated in my opinion, because everybody's face is a little too symmetrical and real people have flaws about them, right? And this is a little too perfect sometimes, right? At least I can tell. Some people can't tell. So you can come to a place like this and you can choose like what is, you know, you can choose this. What is what is the sex as it says here? What is their head pose? Maybe they need to be uh, front facing. Their age, we already know in this case, it's like a young adult. Right, what is their ethnicity? I could say white, I could hit apply, and then it would give me different options of what these people look like. And these are all, as I mentioned, AI generated, so these are not actually real people, but might be taken from real people, right? So just something to think about. You can use these for images for your customer profiles. Me, personally, I like using Unsplash, so I would probably just take a portrait of a woman, Actually, this is I like this, but it's a little too perfect. <laughs> um, 
So who, I like this right here. This is a good depiction of who I say is Allison Wilde. So I would come here. I would, I'm going to replace the image. I did this in Google Slides. And I will replace that. So yeah, this represents Allison Wilde for the user profile I have. And I know how to craft my marketing around this specifically. But there's something else going on here. This is what we just did for a current customer. I defined everything by interviewing my own audience, interviewing my own customers. That's how I created this. And now I know a user profile to use or a customer profile to use in all of my marketing. And it can help inform my writing, my image selection and everything else. However, the other method that I talked about earlier. So the other thing we're going to look at is what if you want to build a user profile for your competition, right? What if you want to use a customer profile of creating a marketing campaign to either steal your competition's customers or make something or show your product or service is comparable to somebody you're trying to target. Let's look at that. So here we are on the desktop, Allison Wild, we got that, but let's look at YouTube for a moment. So I'm actually going to open up an incognito window and I am going to go to youtube.com. Now the course that I have and I'm marketing is about design portfolio. So I'm simply going to type in design portfolio and I hit enter. These are the top results in the incognito window of different design portfolios. Some of them have more images than others or more views than others, I should say, but I can look at this and kind of get a sense of, okay, what are the type of things that people are looking to create a design portfolio? What types of things are popping up? Here's the interesting thing though, that most people don't do, but I do, I do this. I'm going to open this video and I'm going to also open up a video for or created by Will Pattinson. So, Kel Lauren, let's see. Pause. I clicked on a video by Kel Lauren. She is running an ad. Pay attention to that. Nice. She's running an ad. Okay, let's go back. So also, Will Patterson also, I'll pause it. He is running an ad on his page. Something to call out. So for Will, on this, he has over a quarter of a million views. And it's been out since 2018. Got it. But he's still running ads. And for Kel Lauren here, she also has over 350,000 views and she's been running. This is a new video, right? So this video is, I would say, uh, doing better than this one in terms of times and views. So since they're running an ad, who is in her audience? Maybe there are people in her audience that I could use to market my course toward, but I don't know what her audience looks like, but she's running an ad. So that's the key. I can run an ad on her YouTube page or her YouTube videos just to find out information about who her audience is. Let's keep going. So that's her page. So getting back here and what do you know? This is Google ads here. We're at google.com slash ads. You can run ads here. Um, it can be something that is on the search engine. It can be something that's on mobile. Um, you can set up many different things, but particularly how I'm using Google ads is on YouTube. So I actually have a video that is out 
And that video, I just simply ran an ad. I made a video. It was very short. It just said, hey, my name is Nathan Lote. I have a video that I think would be great for you. You need to watch it over here. That's literally all the video said. And I ran the ad and I learned a bit about, you know, another person's audience, my competition, if you will. I learned about their audience. And you can see at the top, I only spent about $75. I could have spent less. It, it, that doesn't really matter. But you can see here that I learned a bit about their audience. I at least saw or ran my ad about 4,000 times. And some people watched it. Some people didn't. You know, that's okay. But at the least, I found out about their audience. And I have a good sample size of what their audience is. Simply put, and just to let you know, this is not specifically Kel Lauren's audience, right? This is the competition that I was kind of going for, but you know, we'll see. Um, but regardless, in this ad, I found out about them. I even found the certain videos that they like to watch. But the main thing I found out was this. Okay, majority of this were males. And I also found out their age, 25 to 34. Somewhat matches the audience that I already have. That's important. But I verified what their audience looks like. Great. But what if I wanted to find out a little bit more about where are they from? Where are they looking at? Where are they watching this from? Now, I live in Houston, Texas in the United States. So that is honestly mainly my focus. But we can see here I'm getting views from all over the world. Right. So the interesting thing is my competition has a global audience. And I think my course would be relevant to them. And I'm seeing things in the UK, in India, United States. India definitely is doing way better than I thought it would. It's way higher than it is. So let's say I wanted to reach somebody in India and I wanted to tailor my marketing for somebody in India. Going back to the customer profile, I kind of have that information. Now I focused on someone who is 22 years old, they're single, they don't have any children, they live in New Delhi. India and their name is Lena Jane or Lena John, however you want to pronounce that, but Lena Jane and don't know her salary, but she is currently working hospitality in a hotel. She's considering university, a little bit of her backstory. She had planned to go to university, couldn't decide on her major and, you know, ended up working in a hotel, but stayed there longer than she thought. Right. But now she's still like, should I go back to school? But she's been watching YouTube videos on design and she's self-taught and wants to really start her own design business. So I have her user type being, she's self-taught, she's a designer who learned through YouTube. And there's some other things here as well. Like for example, she's Indian, but I put immigrant parent mentality. Now the reason I'm saying that is my parents are immigrants. So their mentality is you need to do a certain thing. You need to become a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer. Those are like the top things you need. Don't worry about all the other jobs. And they feel like if you go into something like design that doesn't necessarily have a guaranteed path, they feel like, ah, you're making a mistake. So in this case, Lena might be struggling with that. She's self-taught design, but how can she start her own design business even though she's self-taught? How can she do this without maybe her parents feeling like she's wasting an opportunity, right? How can she do this? So that's some of the things that are on her mind. And simply put also, how would I find a picture of her? Again, I like using more realistic pictures. So I would probably go back to Unsplash and maybe find something. 
Indian woman, right? And, and maybe just search and try to find uh, a picture that would work um, for me, right? I'd have to keep looking. Uh, maybe I want a little younger, so I call it girl instead of woman. And I'd probably just search for a picture that stands out and really captures uh, maybe the person that I'm looking for. And again, this is just to frame something. And the reason we're looking for a picture is now granted, I might not need one for myself, but if I'm doing this on behalf of a client, having a picture makes them feel all the more real when you're presenting this to a client, but also it just helps ground them in a bit of realism rather than just having words on a page. Rather than that, it comes across as I can picture who this person is and it just helps with different things later on. An example of what something like getting the picture can help with, and let me actually center this. An example of getting the picture like this, what that can really help with is simply what type of marketing imagery are you going to use when you're on one of your pages. So here's the course that I've been marketing and working on. It's called the Behance Blueprint. Now on this page, I have this gentleman here as a general picture and you scroll down, you can see some other things and I have some testimonials from other people. Great. But if I were to market this to the young lady that I mapped out here, who is a part of my competition's audience, because we looked at the results from the ad I ran on my competition and saw that there were actually many people in India looking at this and there are women who are looking at this, right? So Indian women are looking at a part of my competition's audience. We saw that. That being said, this picture at the top, at least, is not really going to reach to them, is not really going to speak to them. So now that I've learned a bit, I can at the very least change the imagery at the top of this website to match the people that I'm going for. And I did just that as an example. I did that with women, right? So here's a picture of a woman looking at a computer. So this is better, right? But the picture of this woman doesn't match that region. So that being said, we have to take it a step further. So instead of just showing a picture like this, let's get more specific. Here is a picture of an Indian girl on a laptop learning about how to make a better portfolio. And this is what I mean about creating customer profiles. We went from creating a page that is a little general to creating archetypes that are very more specific. The two ones that we at least explored was somebody from my audience and then somebody from my competition's audience. And we got so close to defining who they are, they felt real and they also drove my mentality when I was selecting different images. And you can do the very same thing for your clients. Don't just, in a sense, tell them, I want to make something for you. I'm gonna make a website, I'm going to make a logo, I'm going to put together a Facebook campaign. Don't just put something together without knowing who you're trying to reach. Because if you don't know who your audience is, you won't know how to speak to them, right? The whole story I told about Lena and her parents having an immigrant parent mentality 
Like, there's a lot of people who can relate to that. There's a lot of people who feel like that. And if my copywriting reflects that very thing exactly, it's going to be perfect for them, right? So again, a couple of things that we just walked through is creating, you know, customer profiles. This is an example of how to do it. There's many other ways and different segments I could have went about doing this, but I wanted to show you really quickly something that's applicable, not only that you can use for yourself, like I did, because I'm using this for my own product I want to market, but also on behalf of your clients. Again, the things that we just talked about, these are the things most designers and creatives do not do. These are the type of strategic actions that if you take, you are definitely going to separate yourself from all the other designers and creative professionals out there and really stand alone. So quickly, let's review what we talked about today. We're looking at customer profiles. Simply put, you need to define what your audience is. You can use Google Analytics to do that. You can see any type of tracking on your website to look at that. You can even look at YouTube videos. Maybe you have a YouTube channel. You can go into YouTube, go to analytics and find out demographic information about who is in your audience, who's watching your videos. Same thing, find out who they are and if you have a product to market and or create, base it upon the most popular demographic information and then you know try to figure out how to make segments. Another thing, we talked about creating a couple of customer profiles. In this case, we looked at something when it comes to defining your own audience, you know, creating it for yourself. What is the demographic information? How old are they? Are they married? Do they have kids? How much money do they make? Where do they work? And again, you don't have to make these up. You can simply interview your audience. I don't know. Give them something for free, right? Say, hey, you want a free month of my service or do you want a free coaching call or I have a product, I'll send you a free t-shirt if I can talk to you. Or you can simply send your audience a survey using something like Typeform and get this answered back. Say, hey, I'm doing an anonymous survey, answer this question, I'll give you 20% off something in the future, whatever it might be. But get that information and start tailoring your ideal user profile for that, your ideal customer profile for that. And you know, lastly, we looked at how do you figure it out from your competition? In my case, I ran an ad on my competitor's you know, video and I did it just to gather information about their audience and now I can market them more targeted, right? So yeah, that's the type of strategic thing you wanna do. And honestly, I know this video is a little longer than most, but I really just wanted to delve into the type of other things that I do that really help you stand out as a creative professional and as a strategist. Thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. I greatly appreciate it. If you like anything I had to say, give this video a thumbs up. I also want to hear from you. Leave a comment. Did anything I say today make sense? And if you have a question about it, feel free to ask. I'll be honest, I didn't really feel like making a video like this because I'm literally giving you some of the things that I charge for and like kind of talked about how to do it. So I kind of gave away too much, but I really don't feel like giving away immersive and extensive value is a waste because it's only a waste if you hear it and don't use it. I definitely would say what I just told you, put it into practice, that will help you stand out as a creative professional in comparison to all the other people that don't do stuff like this. Because like I said in the past, I'll say it again, when you start defining customer profiles, things get a lot more easier in your marketing. It's, it was so easy to pick an image for me, but if I were to do a Facebook ad, it's very easy. 
especially for uh, how I defined uh, Lena, who lived in India. Now I have the information I need to put into Facebook to do targeting. It's like right there. It's easy enough. You can do the same thing if you follow some of the steps I laid out. Well, thank you for again for checking out this video, and I'll catch you in the next one. See ya.